everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 69. Does backpacking clean your brain? Absolutely, it does. <laughs> so before we get started um, on episode 69, we just have a, a few housekeeping things to go through. Um, first of all, we have changed the feed of our part of our podcast, Trust the Trail. Um, if you are not, if you have not gotten episode 68 and 69, uh, it's because we have changed the feed. Now, all the feeds are up to date now on Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, um, but there may have been a little disruption. So we want you guys to know that Trust the Trail has its own website, and that's trustthetrailpodcast.com. So the feed is current there. That's where all the feeds after episode 67 are coming from. So it's trustthetrailpodcast.com. Everything is there. New website, new, very cool stuff. Um, you can check out everything on that particular feed. In the meantime, all the feeds are current, like I said, on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Of, co of course, you know, all the other platforms that are picking up the, uh, the uh, feed is current. So I think we're okay. So if you haven't gotten <laughs> it in your... Um, if you haven't gotten it on your uh, whatever app you listen to, you may want to go and resubscribe on that app to the Trust the Trail podcast and you will be current on all the episodes. On this episode, we delve into the concept, does backpacking clean your brain? Well, of course it does. And we share with you why and how it does just that. And by the way, if you want to come hang with us, just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and join our podcast family, become part of our community. We'd love to see you there. We have had a blast in that community. <laughs> it's been so much fun. I mean, <laughs> um, last night blew us away. We were on the couch going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> um, and so the photographs, the stories, the um just just everyone chiming in as a community has been i think one of the best ideas we've come up with it's just it was so much fun last night we had so, we were like oh my god someone else posted oh my god it was just so cool it's very very cool so thank you everyone who's been a part of that community we are just enjoying it yeah so today's podcast kind of is stemmed off of a very task task heavy focused week for us um we could use a little bit of our own um our own taste of the medicine here Brain <laughs> getting outdoors um you know it's been a very very task heavy uh week for us and we've been very tailor focused into the computers trying to uh you know design websites and and put things together and redirect. Fix our access feeds. <laughs> <laughs> it's been um, pretty intense um, computer focused. So this podcast kind of stems off of the fact that we need to clean our own brains because we are fried, literally. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, absolutely. And the, the funny thing about it is I think back um, uh, when I was in the corporate world and I, I didn't really know anything um, about, you know, quote unquote backpacking. Um, and I remember the first time I really started getting into it, just how much it changed my attitude where 
you know, I was so stressed. And I was in the corporate world for, for years. And, you know, I remember my first big trip was hiking through the Smoky Mountains and or through the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. And I just remember I, w I did it by myself. And I just remember how much fun I was having by myself, meeting strangers, um, just, you know, like taking a nap along the trail <laughs> on one of the balds, just laying there and feeling the sun on my face and thinking, wow, I don't have to be anywhere right now. And it was just, it made me feel so good. And that's the, that's one of the things about, you know, cleaning your brain and having that mental uh, kind of like wake up call or that re kind of like that re-energized feeling that you get when you're out there. And absolutely, it cleans your brain for sure. I mean, just a, we've had a very um, rainy week here in Atlanta. It feels like monsoon season. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much flooding. <laughs> and, you know, just now we were, you know, putting together the final touches on our podcast and... You know, we just had the, the screen door open to the rain and it just kind of relaxed us and we realized, okay, just take a deep breath. It's all going to be fine. We'll step away from this computer eventually. And it was really, it was just really invigorating. Just something as simple as something so basic and connecting to an outdoor element as, as rain falling and listening to it and just turning everything else off. It, it just settles, it settles you. Um, I remember this, this is so random because it has nothing to do with backpacking, but I remember I was, um, I took um, a theater class in, in, in uh, high school. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, but he, you know, our, our theater teacher, he did this exercise with us before every single uh, class. And we were all expected to lay on the floor and relax, kind of in meditative state let our arms fall to the side, let all the dead weight kind of like, you know, just let it all go and relax. And we were sitting or laying in complete darkness on our backs and it was to get us into this relaxed state. And it's amazing because you just, your body just goes completely numb and almost you just, you, you relax. It's like when you force your body into slowing down or, you know, force it to do what you're, you're hoping to gain out of it it's like reversal role you you just automatically slow your mind and you know clean everything negative out of your brain all that like clutter and confusion and chaos and that's what backpacking does for me and that's what getting out into nature does for me it's it 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 instantly triggers that memory for me and it it forces me to just disconnect from my brain and be connected into the outdoors, which is kind of sounds like you may have been hypnotized. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I mean, did you hear? You know, I don't. Did you hear on the count of three, wake up, and then you realize six <laughs> hours have gone by and you've been dancing around like a chicken in high school for six hours? Yeah, no. Oh, now I'm questioning this whole. <laughs> now you want to go back and start asking questions. <laughs> so long ago. But it really is. I went, you know what? I, the funny thing is, I went through that same exercise in high school. But um, yeah, it. 
I, you know, and the funny thing about the rain is that as most people run out of the rain, Ariane and I are usually running into the rain because it just, we love it. Frolicking. I mean, oh, oh yeah. it, we, we have had our, probably some of the best fun um, backpacking when it's been pouring outside. Well, it's, yeah. And that's one of the things about, you know, like re-energizing your, your thought process is that, you know, we get, we get so weirded out oh my god it's raining oh my god oh my god but then when you're out in the wilderness it's in it's an acceptance level that you can't do anything about it you know the only thing you can do is just kind of embrace the rain and then you think embracing the rain this is why i'm out here and your whole attitude starts changing about what normally would be a problem now it's fun and it's like you know do you remember do you remember the time I'm just kind of thinking off the cuff where where we took um, Jacqueline. This was her second backpacking trip. I and was remembering we were in, her first one. <laughs> well, yeah, that was in a rainstorm. But the, yeah, the second one was an epic rainstorm, too. <laughs> She's like, oh, forget you guys. But but remember when she we went to Big South Fork? Yeah. And it so and I I, <laughs> it was. Um, it was like we all got up early. We were like seven thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, quarter to eight, and man, it was gonna storm. We knew it. It was pretty evident. It was already starting to thunder, and it was gonna be an epic thunderstorm. Yeah. So we were all packing as fast as we could, and I think we had about three or four river crossings. Yep. To and they're big river crossings, and so we started going. It's pouring rain. Jacqueline was trying to rock hop a little bit <laughs> and not to try to get wet, but it was raining so hard <laughs> that all of a sudden we look back. Jacqueline is in the middle of this river crossing and said, I'm just going to enjoy it. And then she, <laughs> she's like, forget fighting, this. forget fighting it. And she went the last two river crossings. She went through like a bulldozer, man. <laughs> she didn't even there's no rock hopping anymore. No, she just went it. And I, you know, that's what one of the things that, you know, you're, that's one of the things that cleaning your brain, I guess, you know, it, what does for you when you're out, out indoors, it makes you, it almost forces you to think, you know what, that, what, what, are, what am I worried about? This is great. This is why I'm out here in the first place. And it just, it, it, it gives well, you, you a better mental attitude. You reduce your options when you go outdoors. You, you reduce your options for cover for uh, you know let me change into this or you know it just it, it completely reduces your it, you're limited out there and i think that that kind of helps because you have less choices you have to make yeah I you mean, have very I, oh, absolutely few choices yeah, sometimes you have no choices <laughs> <laughs> the only choice you have is just to keep walking <laughs> so we we kind of wanted to you know talk a little bit about understanding that modern day plays a huge role in why it's so important for us to reconnect back to nature. Um, We see that this world more and more and more encourages and um, educates, but, but also even if you look into like building designs and um, the way the way building is going upon building on top of building it it all is kind of going back into nature and there's a reason for it is because our minds are triggered to to play that way but in this modern day world that we live in and 
and, and the same could be said for years back when it was, you know, TV inundated it, when TV was introduced into into the mix. Like, there's always some element, but we're in the here and now, and our brain is overloaded, overstimulated, overpopulated with information, and not just from one source, but from multiple sources. And it's so stimulus driven and it's so fast paced, go, 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 get your answers immediately, jump on your phone, you know, I have a question, okay, answered, Google, you know? It's it's just like this like quick, there's, everything is just so rapid and everyone expects the same rapid response and answers. And I mean, our brain is more prone to make mistakes when we multitask like that. I'm sure it strengthens the muscle in a sense, but but on, on the other hand, it definitely, it, it harms us because then we have to juggle all of these pieces and we're, we're not really completing one full process in our mind. No, and you know, the funny, the, the most ironic thing about, um, you know, how, how we're, we are trying to connect today. So I'm thinking about, gotta connect. It's all about connecting, connect 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 and it's <laughs> it's you know we're all trying to connect with each other you know but it's so funny because now we're, we're trying so hard to disconnect yeah you know yeah. and so and that's one of the things um nature did you know uh a thousand years ago and that's what it does today nature hasn't really changed, changed. <laughs> it's all of us and so it the irony is that we work so hard to connect but now we have to work harder to disconnect yeah. when it's right outside. You know, if you just put the phone down for a minute um, or the weekend and just spent the weekend camping. And if your sister is listening to this, if you could just <laughs> go camping without the phone, without the video equipment and just connect back, that actually, you know, lets you connect in a deeper more um i think mental way when, well, you, was, when you come back out i was gonna say you become so much more focused upon your return yeah it's absolutely just laser focused you know as backpackers we kind of feel like the antidote is nature because that's what we 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 need we know it we have to go in to rejuvenate we do it to rejuvenate we do it because we love it we do it for so many reasons but but how many of us actually intentionally practice getting into nature to clean our brains? Because there's a difference between going out into nature in whatever form that is and doing it because you love it. But how many of us actually intentionally say, I need a mind reset. I need to go out. I'm going to get out in nature. And do it on purpose. And, and purposely. For that reason. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see from our listeners, you know, is it intentional or is it just part of your rhythm of doing it because you love it? And I think once you do it, then is it then a calling? Because I think, you know, if you're not, if, if you're not introduced to it, right. Right. Um, then it's, it's like, you don't know, but once you do know, once you know how it makes you feel and, and you know, the, the transformation, I guess it, it, it brings with in you for whatever that is maybe it's you know like seeing something really beautiful and wanting more maybe it's an experience with wildlife or seeing wildlife or whatever that is 
um, it's 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 hard to like say, okay, well that was great. I'm never going to do that again. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I think it's like that once you know it and, and you understand how it makes you feel, it's like, well, you know, I, I think I need some of that because yeah. then you are awake. I call it kind of like, you know, like, you know, in our urban life that we live, we're kind of like, I, you know, I think we're all, all kind of like zombies a little bit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I think when we go out to nature, I think that's one of the times that we become awake and we say, wait a minute, this is really kind of cool. But then we go back and we're like, oh man, I, this, you know, I want, I need to be more self-aware, more awake, more of what's going on out there. So true. You know? So true. I multiple times we've come back from, you know, a multi-day backpacking trip and we stopped by the grocery store on our way home because we're out of food. And it's so stressful to step foot in a grocery store. It's, it is. It's beyond stressful. Everybody is fending for themselves. Nobody's working as a team. They're all running around with their carts and pushing you out of the way and getting annoyed that you're like lingering in the pasta aisle too long. And <laughs> because I'm thinking about the beautiful sunset I just saw like three hours sooner and now I can't figure out what cheese I want to buy. It's, it's like it's it's overload it's overstimulating and it's it's just it reminds you of like ah that's why i got out there i'm gonna go back to the woods now i need to be back in the woods not here yeah and it's even more than that because you know how many times have we have we come back from a trip and we're fine in fact when we come back from the trip you know we're in the car we're driving home and you know we're laughing we're talking about you know the the experience and blah 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 and the closer we get to the city, <laughs> concrete jungle, the more we stop talking. It's, it's and it's like all of a sudden we both we will both be silent for a while. We'll see the city. We'll be coming in because it's usually traffic, and so that starts the annoyance process. <laughs> and then we look at the city skyline, and we kind of like look at each other and say, "Well, we're back at concrete city," and you know, back to our concrete lifestyle. And it's almost like we just, we, a, we turn a switch. It's a, it's a slight sense of, I don't want to say dread because I feel like that's too powerful of a, of a, a word to use, but it, it definitely drops our, 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 our chill zone or, I mean, it just, it, it definitely affects us. But doesn't it make you so much more self-aware? Yes. See, yes. and that's I think what we're talking about is that the, you know, the cleaning of your brain. It, it's like for, you know, for the next, you know, week or so after that trip, it's like I'm more focused. Mm -hmm. I can. I'm a lot more patient. Um, I, you know, I don't get um, so upset at little things. It's like because I'm so, I've, I'm so connected to what's real, that the fake stuff doesn't really get to me. And then of course, the longer I stay out of the woods or the wilderness or the, the, the longer I, I don't go uh, into that backpacking lifestyle, the more impatient I get, mm -hmm. the more frustrated I get, the more like, okay, you know, like, you know, and I think that's why it, for backpackers, sometimes winter is so hard to get through because yeah. it's shorter days, you're inside a lot more, you don't have that vitamin D and the sunlight that right. you need. And so, and I think that goes for a lot of people that's why they call it the winter blues. Mm -hmm. And that's why even in the winter, 
it's so much more important to get yeah. out there on sunny days. Even when it's really cold outside, mm -hmm. it's good to go out and do a really good winter snow hike. Even if it's like a short distance, three, four miles and and you know, and it's kind of chilly, you come back. And me you talk about feeling good. Oh my god. You go out there, you have that cold, you come back, make yourself a hot cup of hot chocolate. Yeah, your lungs. And oh are... my god, your your lungs are clean. Yeah, feels great. Your lungs, your brain. Yeah, I mean, that, I think that's what it does. Yeah, so there's a study that I had read actually a few months back, and it kind of stuck with me. It's um, the three-day effect. And it pretty much, it was about, it takes approximately three days for your brain to reduce its wave patterns back to a normalcy into where you can actually see full process and so it's we slow down we stop all this busy work we we start to see things a little bit more clearly we begin feeling restored um our performance is improved mentally um physically and it's it's kind of like taking like clearing your windshield off in your car and when you're in nature long enough and you're able to like clear the windshield of all the debris and all the rain you can see you can see more clearly you can see better you know you can actually see the road <laughs> you know Scott 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 and I have a very different speaking of windshields Scott and I have a very different concept of using windshields in the car Scott likes to go until he can no longer see and he's immersed in this like cloud of nothingness <laughs> <laughs> and, and I am like throw this windshield going like you know at the, at the highest notch that they can. I do tend to the way to the very last minute to turn and on I'm the windshield like, wipers. Can you even see? Because I can't see the car in front of you. It all becomes like this blurry ice. No, but um, you know, it's this, it's this, uh, it's like a recalibrating on the third day. You start to see, um, you smells are smells are more potent um your your sights are more distinguished your your sounds are you almost pick up you know wave patterns that are out there that you wouldn't normally hear and you start to differentiate you know the distance in which the sound is coming from and it's other stuff like that that you don't really process in your everyday world um not to the intensity or to the like full fullest extent um, it's just a different way of thinking and it's it's almost like um it's it's this patterns in which it's able to filter through your brain and you become more detail oriented um, it's almost like a meditative state well I that 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 is completely true because so when I'm not backpacking I have to wear readers yeah um, so I can see up close. Yeah. Um, and I'll talk about why I have to wear readers in a second, but it, you know, staring at the computer screen all the time. But <laughs> um, one of the things when I go backpacking, I rarely wear my glasses. I don't That's really true. need to. And um, I can't even tell you, like on a three day backpacking trip, when I come back, I can see better because, you know, my eyes are focusing more on. You know, and they're just, you know, they're not being stimulated. Um, I don't want to say f uh, falsely. I don't know if that's correct, but like I, I don't, you know, like 
my eyes get better, you know, yeah. and, you know, like my senses start coming back alive, you know, um, it's, it's, it's just, you know, and I come back and, you know, like, I'm like, you know, I can see better. Well, you're and then using... I put my glasses on to read something close and then, you know, my eyes get screwed up all over <laughs> again, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're using your senses a more hyper in tune. Um, and I, and I remember because I remember the very first time I ever went out backpacking. I, I, I sat on a ledge and I've, I've expressed this in a podcast in one of our earlier podcasts when we first started. I sat there and I, I was looking down on a valley and it was just nothing but trees and it was a windy day and I the trees would literally move in the wind and they would it sounded like they were talking to each other all rustling up against each other but because of where I was it echoed up at me because it was this valley and there was all these rock outcrops and where I was sitting it just sounded so amplified and I remember that one moment where I was like whoa this is what nature's about like I can't I can't believe I can actually hear a leaf flipping in the wind but I could and it 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 initially triggered this interest for me but it also was a way for me to stop all the stimulus going through my brain and these like half thoughts and being able to filter through and very very singly focus on one element and to be able to hear that one element is pretty empowering and that's what's happening when this like three day effect and and I think Scott and I are able to achieve it a lot earlier than three days because we do it with regularity and we've kind of like trained our brains to to be able to do it sooner than three days but I think generally speaking three days is a pretty good rule of thumb where you finally have let your body relax, your mind is relaxed, and you're able to process these smaller, intricate details, sights, sounds, smells, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's all wave patterns. It is all wave patterns, and, you know, it's. I think it's, and then that's one of the uh, beautiful things about nature, It you are connected to it. You know, we, we come from nature, so of course, you know, we're going to be instinctively connected to what, you know, what we kind of came from. So, um, yeah, I think it's, I think it, it does definitely have a mental aspect to it. I think it has a physical aspect to it. Um, I think it has a psychological aspect to it. When you're out there, you're pushing yourself, you're, 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 you, you are, you're exploring, um, what, you know, what that what nature has to offer you it, it just feels good it feels good to, you know like you know climb a mountain you know to do something like wow that and when i say mountain i'm not talking about like everest but you know well it's when, when you, yeah when you climb something that you said wow that's going to be a hard climb i don't think i can make it and then you're up there and that that's self-esteem that you cannot buy that's just that's self-confidence that you just cannot buy and that's an accomplishment because you know a lot of things that you accomplish in your life um i can guarantee you that if you're out in nature and you say i don't know if i can do it and you do it you're going to remember that the rest of your life and i think that's the beauty part of you know connecting um to what's what 
what what I say is is what I call it reality. You know, I, I think that I think that's more reality than anything else. Um, so I was talking about my my vision and you know like how you know um, I've done a I used to be in the IT world so I, was, I looked at a computer screen all the time. But I was reading this article by Web WebMD and they talked about computer vision syndrome. And it's not a specific problem, but includes a whole range of like eye strain and pain, back pain, the way you sit. Um, and research shows that 50 to 90% of people who work at a computer screen have at least some of those symptoms. And that is even more reason <laughs> to get away from the computer and your phone. Because, you know, it's like one thing to look at a laptop, but now we have to look at our phones, which are even smaller, <laughs> and, you know, squint even harder. Uh, and, of course, you know, that's not even including texting. I actually almost have to make my uh, text bigger now. Oh, my God. You know, on my phone so I can well, actually see the text. Well, I was about to say, like, there are times when I'm actually on my phone and the computer at the exact same time. No, I know. I know. Right, it's, right, right. It's embarrassing. It is. And that's not even the worst part. The worst part is that um, those are just working adults. Those are adults in the working world. And we all, we, we can all identify with it. But it's the kids that are now starting their young adult lives looking at this stuff. And so... You know, they're looking at computers all day at school, and then they get home, they're on their iPad, they're, you know, playing video games. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that, you know, if it took, you know, 40 plus years for my eyesight to go, you know, just think if I had done that, you know, starting at the age of, you know, seven. Well, I remember my mom always said, like, move back from the from the TV screen. You don't need to be so close. <laughs> Did your mom ever do that to you? <laughs> Hey, sit yeah. back. You don't need to be so close. It's right, like, right. It, technically, it's like the but same fear. If, but of course, when I was growing up, we only had three channels, and one of them was basically fuzz all the time, <laughs> trying to trying to work the antenna. That's why your eyes are so bad. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Um, and there was another article I wrote, uh, and this was from everydaypsychology.com. And that article talked about cleaning your brain, and they wrote, psychological health is important with respect to how we function and adapt, and with respect to whether our lives are satisfying, satisfying or productive. And I think that's the big thing. If you are not getting your dose of outdoor, if you are not pushing yourself outdoors and, and just getting out there and breathing fresh air, I firmly believe that the less you do that and you get stuck in the mundane, the less you're productive because you keep thinking, oh, God, there's got to be something more out there. There's got to be something more. And I think you get stuck in that routine. And I think eventually that tends to make you a little bit less less productive um and and that goes by saying if you ever ask anybody how they're how they're doing you know like, how you doing today uh maybe you not need... not good you know like <laughs> i am so sorry just asked that question um because sometimes they tell you and you're like well, you know let's you know and that's why we love taking people out backpacking because and we you know we've told this story before but we've taken people out backpacking uh, before on their first time that they deserved to be outdoors and I, they had a job that believe me 
they deserved a little bit of freedom. <laughs> and as soon as they got out, you could see how tight they were in the beginning. Yep. But once they got out, once they crossed our first little creek or they experienced a little rain shower or, you know, they when they pitched their tent, you could just feel the weight of the world lifting off their shoulders. Yeah. And I think that's what we're talking about today is that you, everybody needs that. You know, you just, you, you got to go out and connect. You have to disconnect to connect. Well, it's like hitting a reset button, you know, all together. It's, you, you really do have to disconnect to connect. Yeah, and we haven't even talked about vitamin D in the sun. I mean, that in of itself has so many health benefits just by being out in the sun. Um, I know one of my favorite things when I did the Appalachian Trail was taking a nap in the sun and drying out all my clothes, but it just felt so good to get that dose of vitamin D. There's so many studies out there that talk about how, um, you know, not not like sunburn, but, you know, like, (laughs) you know, just regular sun. Of course, one of the 10 essentials, the new 10 essentials is sunscreen. Sunscreen, So let's not forget that. But, you know, how beneficial the sun is to you. And and again, I think that's why they call it the winter blues, because you don't have that vitamin D that is soaking through your skin. That's that is giving you that energy boost that, you know, if you're feeling a little down or feeling a little depressed, go out and hike in the sun for a half an hour. You know, get that sunlight, get that get that get that energy that sun energy they talk a lot about how it's really playing a key role in warding off depression they're talking about uh, just vitamin D and how that um, they, they call, they're calling it green exercise now uh, we still call it backpacking but I guess there's a, a new word for it <laughs> we just call it outdoors but I, I don't know why they can't call it outdoors it's because green, it's a green exercise green exercise pretty sure if you uh, go backpacking it's the uh, PC version of, yeah I don't know of outdoor that. activity but anyway um experts say green <laughs> exercise um, I like it actually yeah, yeah it's kind of catchy it they they can it, it proves to uh improve mental health self-esteem uh problem solving skills cooperation focus and self-discipline and reduce aggression I was about to of say course, you know, but if you're backpacking on the trail like what are you, who are you gonna beep at i mean like you know it's like a, you know if there's a slow hiker you just go around that person you know what i mean or if a fast hike if a fast person you let them go around you it's not like you're in traffic so you know i have been in traffic on trails before i beg to differ well we were in a cave one time i have to say i was a little aggravated when i was inverted waiting for someone to right. get through a hole but it so does exist it does i guess it does i guess it does thank you for for blowing that uh that theory, that out, the fear, door. theory out of my door but um <laughs> But I, but in all seriousness, I think that's one of the um, aspects of, of cleaning your brain is getting out there and con- disconnecting to connect. And um, and there's a lot of studies that uh, that go along with that. And I, I, I mean, I can only tell you how we feel when we go out there. Um, we're definitely going to get out there soon after uh, being. Uh, inside for the last week, we're definitely uh, looking to get out, and I, I just cannot wait. Cannot wait to get some outside time. Yeah, I mean, I would have to say probably one of my favorite aspects of backpacking, if we're thinking about it from this realm, is I have less choices when I go. I only have so much to choose from. What's on my 
fact what I brought and even then it's extremely limited because you know me in a menu I mean you do our listeners don't know this about I have a terrible time making choices from a menu I if it's more than like just two straight up pages I can sit there all day and try and weed through the menu it's just too many options for that me. that's why we stay away from greek restaurants and <laughs> sometimes mexican restaurants can be i can sit there it's for all a the while same waiting ingredients. why wait, do i have to have it in waiting, multiple ways waiting for her to order but <laughs> but um but i think like you know like what are your choices out in the backcountry? i think the most stressful thing i go through is hanging the bear bag and i mean after Which 20 limb? years I'm pretty good at it, but still, it's like, okay, here we go. You know, I mean, that's it. Other than that, it's, it's you know, and it, it does help me focus. It really, it really, really does help me focus. Well, but, you have less time making decisions and more time, you know, implementing what you are seeing. Yeah. So we want to hear from you guys. So we're going to post episode 69 on our Facebook group, uh, Trust the Trail Podcast. Facebook group um, and we would love to hear what your experiences are as far as you know how it's helped you what you get out of it and just going and whether it's a mile hike whether it's just taking your dog for a walk on, on a beautiful uh, summer day or a winter day whatever that is how does you know backpacking or the outdoors clean your brain we would love to hear from you guys um, and share your share your comments uh, Super appreciate everybody listening. Uh, thank you guys so much. We have uh, some great, great shout outs to do uh, today for everybody that has joined our uh, podcast community on Facebook. So we had 14 new people sign up, which is very cool, or join. It's very exciting. Very exciting. Thank you, guys. Joyce Essek, who is the marketing manager for the for Live U, which is very, very cool. Thank you, Joyce. Hey, Joyce. Uh, Jessica. Tara Purcell, who I, I was so happy to see you, John. I worked with Tara at AT&T. No way. In Chicago. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I worked with Tara. So very cool. Tara Purcell. Uh, we have Cheryl, Heather, Chad, Jason, Chuck Walsh, Corn, Cliff Nix, Ben Brian, Gloria Petrucci. Ooh, that name sounds familiar. <laughs> she could be the sister of Ariane Petrucci. She could be. Gloria is very helpful. Um, she's in the podcast Hall of Fame, by the way. Um, with her podcast, she is the owner of Live Streaming Pros, who teaches people how to live stream professionally. So she's a very cool person to know. And Kim Daly, or Kim Daly. Uh, I think I got that name right. Kim Daly. Thank you guys so much for for being a member of our podcast community. Really super appreciate that. It's really exciting to have so much community involvement and you know we we just we love we love the posts from you guys. It's oh, last night was so a, fun. We had so much fun. It's really cool to connect on the flip end um, to be able to hear from you guys since you guys are always hearing us. Well, I think the big thing was we just did a last podcast about fording a river and there's a picture Hey guys, we forded a river today. We took your advice. We're like, what? I mean, that was so cool. <laughs> it was so cool. I love, I love the visuals. Yeah. I absolutely do. Yeah, and we have two reviews from uh, iTunes. Um, so if you want to give us a review on iTunes, definitely helps spread our podcast around. Um, we have one from Gary Strong, G Strong. 
Uh, he says, great podcast on a regular basis. Very informative, entertaining. Really look forward to every new podcast. Makes you want to get out and enjoy the outdoors and do it with knowledge and safety. Absolutely the best. So thank you. I believe that's Gary uh, G Strong One on iTunes. And then we had one from Joanne um, by Trail Medic. Um, she wrote interesting topics, but I can't listen. To, I can't listen to these two. Uh, they interrupt each other all the time. So, we but might. I, we, we but after three years in a relationship, we're probably going to interrupt each other. I would <laughs> I would imagine. So, but anyway, we we definitely appreciate uh, any comment, anything that you guys say. We love it, uh, and we always get a kick out of it. Um, so our feed is up to date. You can always catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, and on Google Play. And remember, you can support Trust the Trail on our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash trust the trail. We're going to start putting exclusive content up there just for our patrons. So be ready. We're going to have that announcement next week. Um, and so, yeah, thank you so much for listening. It's been fun yet again. Absolutely. Yet another week of... It's going by quick, isn't it? I, it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we were on a deadline, so... We're talking about snowshoeing pretty soon. I hope not. So we'll see you guys next week. In the meantime, trust, trust the, the trail. trail. Bye, you guys.